Hello everyone who enjoys the wild diversity of crypto. My name is Russ with BC Crypto Family out of good old Washington State in the sticks. If you know what the sticks are or from Washington State or anywhere where there are massive trees, then you know exactly what I'm saying. I'm bringing you the best news content possible with some technical analysis to spice up your trading day. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day wherever you are in today's world. Let's get down to business. Here at BC Crypto Family LLC, we are dedicated in bringing you the best content possible on all aspects of cryptocurrencies. Short disclaimer, this information is not financial advice, just my own opinions. Please do not buy what I am buying. Do your own research. You should always know what you are investing in with any projects. In today's podcast, we are going to, to deep dive into the what happened to KuCoin exchange during hack. Is KuCoin a safe exchange still or should you use KuCoin at all? We also have some exciting Polkadot news. That is very bullish, in my opinion. I mean, DOT no longer needs an Oracle like Chainlink. This is groundbreaking. Stay tuned for the very end where I will share my personal technical analysis on Bitcoin, DOT, and Ethereum. Now let's get down to business here. So with KuCoin Exchange, this is a crypto exchange, so... What happened was um, recently, within the last 24 hours, hackers drained KuCoin crypto exchanges hot wallets. In Asian cryptocurrency exchanges, funds have been compromised in a security breach. So what KuCoin is, is an exchange. This is a Singapore headquartered digital asset exchange. KuCoin said in a statement that it detected large withdrawals of Bitcoin in Ethereum tokens to an unknown wallet beginning at 1905 UTC time on Friday. In a live stream on 4.30 UTC time Saturday, KuCoin CEO Johnny Liu said that one or more hackers obtained the private keys of the exchange's hot wallets. KuCoin transferred what was left in them to new hot wallets, abandoned the old ones, and froze customer deposits and withdrawals, Wu said. Me personally, I do use KuCoin Exchange. I love the aspects and what they're trying to do for their community. I personally, I still enjoy them. I still will use them. They have lots of coins that you can't get anywhere else. Um, let's move on to more content. KuCoin's cold wallets were unaffected, Lou claimed. Cold cryptocurrency wallets are not connected to the internet and are considered more secure than hot cryptocurrency wallets. See, this is great that they have the cold wallets. Cold wallets are always best to use when you're not trading on a, an exchange. Yes, there are fees when you are transferring from one ex from the cold wallet to an exchange to sell but it's still better than having 
an exchange hacked and you get all your coins taken. The fee is worth the trouble. All right, so let's get to the next point of this. Um, the price of KuCoin's exchange token KCS fell by 14% to $0.86 cents within an hour on Saturday as news of the security breach spread on social media. All right, so this is going to happen. You know, KuCoin gets hit by hackers. Um, everyone nervous with it. They start selling off their um KuCoin token, KCS, it's going to drop, um, but good news is KuCoin is investigating the hack with international law enforcement and stolen customer money will be covered completely by an insurance fund, Wu said. So, as you can see, not only is KuCoin investigating what is going on and how the hackers got in and were able to hack the coins, but they are also completely refunding anyone on the exchange who's using exchange. They're going to refund them back what was taken out of their wallets if they were affected by this hack. So to me, this shows that KuCoin is updating everyone who uses their exchange on what's going on. They are refunding them. You know, they're taking care of business, you know, so just with them doing that, you know that they're a very good exchange to use and they care about the people using their exchange. So to me personally, I will still use KuCoin exchange. Um, usually when hacks happen, you know, you know, data changes, um, hackers can make up codes that, um, can go into like very incredibly hard systems that are very hard to get into but all in all KuCoin is still a great exchange and I love that they're doing this for their customers um, so let's move on to Polkadot all right so Polkadot Substrate 2.0 integrates oracles at a protocol level oh so what does this mean so Basically, before I go over this um, article on CoinGraph, so basically what this means is DOT would no longer need an Oracle like Chainlink or Band. So what, what they'll be able to do, they integrate this into their Polkadot blockchain and they will no longer have to rely on other parties such as Chainlink and Band to be their oracles. So let's get into the content. The Polkadot team released on Wednesday a major milestone for its Substrate blockchain framework, which now provides a way for blockchain applications to interface with the outside world without relying on external oracle providers. So all in all, they'll be able to have more trust with it, they know exactly what's going on and they don't have to rely on someone else doing this for them. So Substrate is the name used for Polkadot's blockchain building framework. It provides developers with a variety of tools to design their custom blockchain for a variety of possible applications. The blockchains can then be launched standalone or integrated in Polkadot's network of shards 
of parachains. The most important feature of Substrate 2.0 is the off-chain worker, a development module that lets blockchains perform advanced computations or make their own web requests to the outside world. Off-chain workers leverage Substrate nodes to perform operations that would normally be outside the blockchain's capabilities. In a blockchain like Ethereum, a particular com computation has to be quick and limited enough to fit into a block of instructions. This excludes many types of operations that are either non-deterministic, for example, web requests that may fail, or are just too complex for the resources available. Substrate 2.0 allows developers to unload these operations to the nodes running the network, which are able to perform web requests, encryption and decryption, signing of data, random number generation, and other CPU-intensive tasks. This system allows, would allow Polkadot developers to build complex systems like price feed providers entirely on-chain, removing some of the elements of trust involved, the issues of finding reliable data sources, the core of the Oracle problem would still remain, but developers would have maximum flexibility to design of their own D apps and blockchains. A key part of Polkadot's value proposition of sharding, which would let substrate blockchains communicate with each other. However, cross-chain communication is still at the testing stage. So this is very bullish news for Polkadot. As you know, Polkadot has done very well since they launched their mainnet. Ethereum, also, nothing more about Ethereum. Ethereum is always going to be, um, in my opinion, the best of the best. Um, Polkadot basically will be kind of helping Ethereum because they'll be able to work together with each other. So this is very good. Um, Polkadot, me personally, I like Polkadot a lot. I like Ethereum a lot. Um, I will continue to invest in both of these. They are very um, good on what they do. DOT is a great project to have, in my opinion. Um, makes a lot of sense. Uh, Ethereum will always be there. Um, once their Ethereum 2.0 comes out, we'll see how that goes, but that's coming up very soon. Um, that should make the ease and costs of trading go down on the exchange. And further ado, let's get to the technical analysis. So right now, Bitcoin on the daily look, it does not look too bad. It's still in a nice uptrend, still having high lows and higher highs. So this is good on the macro ex, um, perspective. So on the four hour look on the chart, let's take a look here. So on the four hour, it looks like, let's see. It looks like the 10 moving average crossed over 21 moving average, but the 
it's about to cross over the 100 movie average, which is very good. Um, if we can stay in this type of motion, we will continue seeing uptrend. So this is very bullish. Um, but we'll have to see what happens with how this comes out. Now let's look, let's pull up dot here. Take a look here. All right, so right now dot is um, for the day minus 1.24%. So dot is going down. The 100 moving average is above the 21 and 10. And also looks like the 10 moving averages is about to cross over the 21 moving average. So it looks like... Um, Dot is going to be having some more downside. So just think of um, with Dot going down more, um, it's not a bad thing. Don't, if you have Dot and you own Dot, you know, just think of it as more buying. So when it does these dips, so you always want to buy the dips to keep accumulating the Dot. It's the best way to do it. And um, just keep in my opinion, that helps you just keep your bags and make your bags bigger. Um, always remember dollar cost average, you know, every week, every month, once a month or a daily, however you do it, you know, make a certain percent of money that you want to allocate to um, the projects you are into. So that way um, you're putting in so much and you get it at different prices. So that way uh, if it is a huge drop, it doesn't affect what you bought um, in my opinion so let's move on to the ethereum chart so right now ethereum is sitting at 349 dollars me personally i just um, picked up some ethereum last night after looking at some bullish um, chart review um, let's look at the one day chart so right now the one day chart everything is holding above the 100 ema so with this you want to um watch this you want to make sure everything stays above this 100 ema if you see that it does drop below this then that would not be good um whatsoever for uh ethereum there is on the weekly chart, uh, the weekly chart does, um, the weekly candle does not end until um, Sunday night. So we'll have to see how that, what will happen with that. But right now it's showing a bullish um, uh, hammer. So if this does work out to be a hammer um, by tomorrow night, then this will be very bullish for Ethereum. And I would foresee, in my opinion, a further upside for Ethereum. Hopefully, we can get back up to those um, that those four hundred, four fifty dollar levels um, in the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming months. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll get up to that thousand dollar mark and continue for twenty twenty one as a good year. On the um, four hour mark, let's take a look here. Um, the four hour mark is it's. Starting to look a little um, um, pretty good for a short term. Um, let's see what happens on the four hour. The 100 moving average is above the 21 and 10 
week moving averages, but the 10 moving average did go over the 21 moving average, which is um, good for short term. So we'll have to see um, how this all um, comes out. Uh, me personally, I will continue to buy the dips and continue to um, get my bags well nourished, as you would say. And, you know, just remember, stay crypto. And this is brought to you by BC Crypto Family LLC. You can find us on our Twitter account at BC Crypto Family. Thank you and stay well, people.